one man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi everyone, it's Brian Timney here and welcome on to this podcast and um, I'm joined with Rob. Rob, how are you doing? I'm very well, um, Brian. Are you, you okay? You seem in I, a chirpy mood this morning. I am, I am. Yeah. I'm all ready and rearing to go, chomping out the bit, straining out the leash. Me um, too. Let's yeah. go. What are we going to talk We're about? We're talking about the technical side of acting. Ah. So this is like props and technical requirements of stage props, and theatre. Props, technical theater. Be, being aware of the technical world that's going on into a, in a studio or a theatre Indeed, or hitting the mark yeah. and, and uh, various techniques terminology and and things that we need to know because here's the thing uh rob that you know everything's got its own language you know if you look at different sports there's a language to that sport you know i'm really i like snooker right i could bore you to death with snooker right and mm-hmm. uh, i know all the technical um <laughs> terminology <laughs> that goes on in snooker right <laughs> and if i was to, to talk to you about that you know you'd go what the hell is this this guy talking about yeah. you know i could say oh yeah it was a shot to nothing you think, what, what does that mean? Shot to nothing. Yeah, there's a shot to nothing yeah. in snooker. Which what does be- that mean? Well, it basically means that a, a, a snooker player tries to put a ball, but if they miss it, it usually ends up safe, so their opponent can't put a ball after them. So it's called a shot to nothing. So it's, it's not a bad shot, then? It's not a bad shot. No. It's actually a, it's a really good shot. Would anyone actually go for that shot? Would anyone actually go for a yes, shot for nothing? Yes, yes. They would? Okay. Yes, yeah, okay. all the time. It happens <laughs> all the time. Oh, right, okay. A shot to nothing. Yeah. So the... <laughs> The thing is, it demonstrates nearly every sport has its own terminology, right? Yep. And every industry has its own terminology. And acting has its own terminology. And the fact is, if you don't know the terminology, then you don't know the game. You know, you don't know the rules of the game. You don't. You can't actually converse in the way that you should be able to as an actor if you don't know the language. So um, I think it's important, Rob, and I'm sure you agree, that yeah. you, you understand these things. Yeah, to understand the language, but also you know, the, yeah, all of the technical aspects of acting. Because it, I tell you something: if you're on a if you're on a busy movie studio, and you're not aware of um, certain technical things, you can become, you can come a cropper, mate. You can you can mm. you can get hurt. Mm. So you have to be aware of certain technical things uh, simply for a, the boring issue of safety, health yeah. and safety. You know. And, I, and the other thing about you know, I've got this thing about props, <clears throat> and I, the thing is. Prob- don't work with them unless you have to. Exactly. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what? It's yeah, that, that yeah, saying yeah. is they don't work with um, <laughs> children, animals, and, and props yeah. should be one of them. Now, <laughs> it's like props are, are, you know, we have to use them when we have to use them. But if you don't need to use them, don't bring them on. Don't use them. If you don't need to use them, um, because no. often I'll say, and also if you are using a prop, you have to make it part of you. Well, justify it. It's got to justify using it in some way, yeah, and make it part of you. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and which means familiarising yourself with that prop, um, absolutely and totally, and practicing with it, and rehearsing with it, and practicing with it. I was on a movie once called Silver Bears, yeah, with um, with Michael Caine, and uh, he, there was some guy in there. He had to handle a firearm. And so they had the armourer there, and uh, who went through it with him at all, and, and showed him that the barrel was closed off, and it was actually a non-practical weapon now, and it's unloaded. Look, and this is how you load it, and with blanks, and this is how you kind of, you know, co- I think cock the barrel, I think it's called, and and all that sort of thing. And he went through it with this guy, he went through it, and the guy's going, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, okay. 
Right, got that? Yeah, yeah, got that. He hadn't got it at all. He hadn't, <laughs> he, 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 he hadn't watched, he hadn't listened. Well, he, I suppose he must have watched and listened. But he didn't then go away and sort of practice it, go off onto a little mm. corner and, and try. So when it came to the the actual take, well, to be honest with you, it was comical. <laughs> it was like, it was sort of, the guy obviously just was totally uncomfortable around firearms, as many people mm. justifiably probably are. Mm. But when you're being taught to use it and you're supposed to use it in a, in, mm. in, in a scene, you know, it looked comical, so he couldn't do it. So, yeah. Very important to make them part of you, to, to, to mm. practice as much as possible, to, to familiarise yourself with them. I happen to be quite good with firearms, and so because I've, I've used them quite a lot. But, I mean, it, it does take time. It takes... You, when I say use them quite a lot, I don't mean in my life. I mean in my film. Only life. the weekends. Only at the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. um, <laughs> no, the, 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 the area I see this happening a lot, Rob, is, is uh, smoking. Maybe a little, mm. a little bit less these days, but we see we see a lot of smoking. It's like people that don't smoke but have to pretend to smoke and uh, on film or theatre. It's like that is comical because you can see. Ca- they look, well, they look decidedly camp. Yeah, I think when they when, and when, they're not comfortable it? with it, and no, it's no. like you have to. If that's part of the character's thing, you they do it day in day out. So you have to make it so much part of you that you don't need to think about it well, anymore. Actually, what you've got to do really, and this is taking uh, the old method to uh, extremes, I believe. You've actually got, you've, you've got to become a smoker. Well, and so you know. I, I, well, funny you should say that because. Um, when I was um, about 23, I had to do, I was doing a short film and they asked me to smoke in it and I wasn't a smoker. No. And um, and I said, yeah, they said, look, you just need to kind of, you know, pretend, do, uh, you know, and, and smoke. We're going to light it. You're gonna, you don't need to inhale or, you know, just, just pretend. And I, okay. Guess what? After a few weeks of filming, guess what happened? I started smoking. Your day. Right? So <laughs> it was like... It, you know, it's like one of those things that, that just started happening. Of course, mm. uh, I gave up um, eventually, um, but it, it kind of started for a you know it started me for a while. Um, so you kind of got to be careful as well, Rob. You know what I mean? It's like um, you don't end up doing something that you you know. You've got to be careful, but I mean, of course, we know that our friend uh, Danny Day Lewis, um, if he had to take up smoking for a film, he'd become a professional seasoned smoker. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you know, he'd probably spend six months. You know, it'd, it'd smoke for England. Yeah. But I mean, um, but 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 yeah, so you can do it that way. But 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 in all in all seriousness, it's not only handling props and things like that. But I mean, on on the floor of the studio, we're now sitting in this sound studio. There's all kinds of things on the floor here wires and electrical connections and mic stands you've got to be aware of all this stuff you know just mm. just there was another actor i know it's always actor, actors i know it's never me is it it's always actors <laughs> i know there was a, there was another actor i knew who was just the clumsiest person i've ever known he would fall over mic stands he'd fall over cameras he'd fall, you know it, it, i don't think he got a lot of work in the end because he was very very clumsy and he seemed to be totally unaware of the technicalities of what was going on around him. Mm. So you've really got to be very aware of that, the risk of peeing off a few, you know, camera crew and sparks and things like that and electricians, which Mm. you don't want to be doing. No. Um, In fact, you want to befriend them because, you know, Mm. especially the lighting guys, camera guys, you know, these are the people that are going to make you look good, hopefully. You upset them and uh, they can make you look like rubbish, you know, and they will. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> they will. And so, and so uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, who so was, he, here's yeah. the other thing is, um, you know, there's a term that we use, especially in film and TV, which is about hitting the mark. Yeah. So I, th- I just wanted to talk about this um, for a moment because I yes. think it's a good one for people to get their heads around. 
because we, we you know as a, in acting we're always talking about the emotional aspects of the character developing the character being the character bringing all of that to fruition but at the end of the day you go on set you go on film and then you have to hit your marks and what I mean by hitting the marks so we can be clear about it is that sometimes the director will say I want you to walk over here to this point in the floor which is maybe about five you know two or three foot and away and they'll put a little bit of tape on the floor right to mark it, a yeah. little mark mm. on the floor Mm. that isn't seen by the camera but you using your peripheral vision can see it and they say I want you to head over the mark and I want you to look out the window and I want you to see that line and and so you have to then obviously do everything you were going to do with the character the emotional aspects everything else and hit the technical and mark you've got, you've got to think about this technical technical side of things as well so Something you've just said, actually, Bryce, you're aware of it out of your peripheral vision. There's a very simple way to not have to be aware of it out of your peripheral vision. There's a very simple way to not have to be aware of it, at, to not see it at all. And that's simply count the strides. Very easy, isn't mm. it? Count, count your steps. So stand on the mark, walk back 10 steps to your starting position, and then you know that you've got in 10 steps' time you're going to hit the mark. But wait a minute, Rob. No, you, you, don't, you don't vary the size wait of your steps. Wait a minute. What? It's like, what if you have to, to be talking while you're walking? You know, so what happens if well, you have you to talk? It a couple of times and you yeah, it a few but times. But then you might lose count. Well, don't. But if you're talking, <laughs> yeah, say you've got lines to say, right? Yeah. You've got lines to say, and you have to remember the amount of steps you take. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it can't be done. Well, I don't know about you, but I can multitask. I, I, I can talk to you now at the same time going through in my head with something else. I'd, can not everyone do that? Well, the thing is, though, well, you put... Um, your attention might be distracted into counting strides rather than hitting the mark. Look, if it works yeah, for you, Rob, right, do right. it, right? It's like, I'm just thinking that, you know, f you know that works for you. You know, I'm actually very pragmatic when it comes to acting because I think some people can get very precious about acting. You know, they say, it can only be done this way or that way. For me, I think that whatever, if it works for you, then use it. Great. Fantastic. If counting the steps works, count the steps, right? If, it, if counting <laughs> the steps doesn't work, don't do it. Yeah, all right. It's as simple as that. <laughs> I think, so, I, I think that's, that's the best way to do it. So yeah. to say, Rob, counting steps, great. That works. Do it. But um, yeah, so or using peripheral vision to see the mark, get to the mark, great. I said, whatever works. But here's the thing is that it's getting off fair. It's been good at that. It's been good at being able to, to do that technical requirement and get the character across, see the lines, everything else that's involved. That's important. And practice will, will, yeah. will, will, will help you do that. So in other words, um, uh, they're setting up the shot. You, you, you're clearing the set because they're going to set up the shot now. So you've got to go off somewhere. Well, you can kind of... You know, you can you, you can go through it, even though you're not going through it there. You can put a little mark You can walk else. through it, yeah. You can, you can walk through it yourself, even if it's in a different location to where you're going to be doing it. Mm. Yeah. You you know, can, and you... so, so practice, 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 and then just do it until you don't have to count steps. Or yeah. you don't have to look peripheral vision. You don't have to do any of it because it becomes instinctive. It becomes more automatic, and that's definitely yeah. the, the best yeah. the best way to do it. Um, yeah. but, but, you know, it, 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 it's also kind of being aware of what's going on around you as well in a, it, I mean movie studios if you've never been onto a busy movie set before they really are a hive of activity mm. with people running around all over the place and it's 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 very very busy and then if you're not meant to be there if you're not needed on set you're not needed there get out 
clear away from it. Don't hang around. Mm. Um, go go and have a cup of tea. Yeah, because you, you don't want to get in the way as well because yeah. like the, the technical people yeah. are very, very busy on set and you need to let them do their job. And, and the last thing they want is falling over actors, trying to get lights up and, and so on. So No one's got time to sort of uh, uh, accommodate your interest in what's mm. going on. Yeah. You know, you may well be interested. Oh, I really want to go and watch them mm. and see what's going on. You're in the way. Get yeah. out. You know. And so, but when you're actually on the set and you're, you're getting ready to hear that word action, then just be aware of where everything is. I've said this before, haven't I? And I need to go over it again. Just be aware of where everything is. I, actually, you bring up a, an important point that um, seems really obvious, but if you're not experienced, this can be something that you just forget but it's something you need to work towards remembering is that when you when you go on and they're taking a, sh- a shot and they'll usually the terminology will be something along the lines of assistant director will go right uh, quiet on set we're going for a, a shot which means quiet <clears throat> yeah and yeah. which does mean absolutely yeah, quiet, quiet not yeah. a pin drop quiet yeah and they will say along the lines of something like camera at speed and then director will say action wait for action Wait for the word action. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I know that sounds obvious, yeah. but it's amazing that people can sometimes hear, oh, we're going for a shot, camera speed, and they start before action. Wait for action. And the other thing is, which is more common, people um, not waiting for cut. So getting to, word, getting to the, near the end of the scene and not hearing cut, but stopping anyway. No. So you keep going until you hear cut. Carry on to cut. And when you hear action... A little bit of advice that I would give, which the editor will thank you for, is just give it two beats after action before mm. you begin. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, you're right at that, the editor. <coughs> and actually, you, you bring up a good point because the editing process is mm. such an important part for TV and film, and they will they're you know they'll make you you know they're choosing the best shots that they can. Um, and you're right, leaving those little beats definitely helps. Just two beats, just after action before you begin. Yeah. Another thing that just sprang to my mind as we're talking about this is well reacting um, well you don't have lines listening shots reaction shots yeah, yeah. because an, an editor is looking in they are when they're going through an editing they are mm. actually looking for reaction shots as well when people aren't speaking and they're looking for good reaction shots so that well when you're not speaking um, I'm not saying it's like a, a two-way conversation because obviously they're shooting you, shooting them. But even in that situation, don't switch off. It's like if the if you want to react in a certain way. Oh no, because then, they, they, um, they, they'll film a reverse shot on you listening anyway. And uh, and and the secret there, of course, is and this is going right back to basics of what you teach, Brian. And so um, uh, all your students will know this anyway. Is you know, there's no need to sort of act listening. No. <laughs> just 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 really listen. That's it. Well, just really listen. But that that is that's actually harder <laughs> yeah. than most people think because most people want to act, and actually on TV and film especially, it's not about acting; it's about being. And we can see the cogs turning if you are actively listening. Um, you're absolutely right, Rob. Mm. And I guess my point actually about this um, reaction that it happens more when you're in a shot that has more than two people. When you're in a group a, a group situation of more than two people then the, the editor will be looking for reaction shots as well, um, more actively, because he's looking to cut from different people. Yeah, I mean, a reaction shot doesn't necessarily mean there has to be a reaction. No. I mean, it just means the, the, the shot on you when you're not talking. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and so don't feel 
Well, maybe um, we shouldn't call it a reaction uh, shot. Maybe a thinking shot. Yeah, something like that. But 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 so, so, so people listening, don't 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 feel that there is something you have to do when you are not speaking. No, maybe, maybe you don't have to do anything. Just just you're just listening. You're just looking and listening, and but, that is a reaction. Yeah, no, but, but I think as well is that you, great film actors look for opportunities to react. Um, and I, I agree with you, Rob. Mm. You know, the last thing we want. As an actor going in there, you know, reacting over the top to everything that's being said. Putting all kinds of faces. That's the last thing we want. But looking for the opportunities where you can give a little reaction to something is not a bad idea to do because, you know, especially when there's more than two people in the, the, um, the, the, the scene because... The, that would be to an editor. That is gold. They are looking for those little. Well, it's, a, it's, it's an edit point. Yeah. On, on that reaction, it can be an edit point. So yeah, the editor's going to look after you as well. And I mean, and believe me, an editor can make or break a performance. Oh, absolutely. Can, can make or break it. If the editor doesn't like you, you've had it, mate. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 really. And uh, and and so you're probably never going to meet the editor. But. Um, yeah, they can make or break a performance, and so if you're doing them little favours, making their job easier by the way you're doing the performance, they're going to like that, and they're going to say, thanks, mate, I'll give you a little bit extra there, or I'll give you a little... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, right, all these all these things yeah. come, um, come into um, play. But, 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 yeah, but going back to props, I mean, you know, it is, it is very important to totally familiarise yourself with them. Look, even if it's something silly, like uh, all you've got to do is um, pour yourself uh, some water into a glass that's it just pour yourself mm. some water into a glass and just take a sip of the water you're working with a prop there that's not as easy as it you know it's it is just a case of pouring some water and drinking the water but mm. but but you know you you need to practice it 20 times mm. to make it look real smooth and have you ever seen a movie called the score i might have mentioned this to yes. you before um well brando it's one of brando's last movies yeah, yeah. and there's a great scene where where ed norton uh, comes into brando's apartment and brando doesn't say anything he just walks over to the bar he's got in the corner of his apartment you know the sort of a, a home bar mm. thing and he unscrews a bottle of whiskey and he pours himself a whiskey and puts some ice into the whiskey and then mm. uh, sort of shakes the ice around the glass and that's it couldn't take your eyes off him yeah couldn't take your eyes off him. He worked so well with those props and what he was doing. It was fluid. He made it. It was just a magic. Well, Brando was actually quite well known for mm. using props in creative ways. I mm. mean, there's lots of different scenes that he's used prop. I mean, in The Godfather, for example, the the cat on his lap at the beginning of The Godfather. You know, where he plays with the cat. If mm. you if you actually watch that scene, he while he's doing those lines, he's constantly playing with the cat and putting his attention on the cat as well as. Is what he's he's doing with um, the cat's the, the other person in the scene. It is, and yeah. what he's doing is he's putting his attention on the other person in the scene, which is you know he, he, he's sort of uh, uh, in the moment with the cat. Yeah, and actually, that's funny story about that. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Some of the the shots in that in that um, scene they had to discount because the cat was getting so loud. It was like beginning to meow and, and purr and stuff like that and they had to calm, calm it down a little bit. So there you go. Um, but Brando as well, there was another scene that he, you know, when props can cause a, an issue, you know, uh, and on the waterfront, there's a fam- famous scene where an actress, uh, you know, he's doing a scene and she drops a glove Pretty and he yeah. picks it up and he, he plays with it, he puts it on. I was going to tell this story, you beat me to it. Yeah. I did it? Yeah, it's all right, yeah. But it is a classic one about, you know, prop, a prop, yeah. things going wrong with a prop, but using it to enhance what it's actually Using occurring. what went wrong in your favour, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and using the prop, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there we go. There we go. So I think that brings us to the end of technical requirements. Practice with your props. 
Yes, always practice with props. Practice with your props. If, if you learn nothing else from this, that's that's the way to do it. Okay, and I think yeah. that brings us to the end of uh, this podcast, Rob. Um, I look forward to speaking to everyone again very soon. As do I. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For more great content and to stay up to date, go to www.briantimoneyacting.co.uk. Make sure you listen next time where Brian brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques. We'll see you next time.